0: Welcome to the Adventure Mechanic SideQuest, I'm Chandler. I haven't been able to get much done on Cartographer over the last month and a half, and it's not due to a lack of passion on my part. Over the last chunk of time, I've been knee-deep in work crunch, for a variety of reasons. With work taking up all my spare time and creative energy, little has been left for game development. Instead of just complaining about my latest foray into crunch and how unfair it is, I'm going to go over why crunch is bad, and not just from the perspective of the people going through it. I'm sure you've heard about crunch, but what do I mean when I say crunch? Well, crunch is an intensive effort over an extended period on a given product. That means you could be crunching on a product that you're only dedicating some time on per week. In most cases, though, it's typically associated with inordinate hours on something, often to the detriment of work-life balance. Crunch means you're working harder and longer on a project than you can comfortably accommodate. Now let's talk about the cost of the crunch. When you're crunching, you're not taking care of yourself as well as you do when you aren't crunching on a project. That dentist appointment? Oh, you don't have time for that. You're crunching. Need to work out? Tough. You're either working while you're working out, or you're just not going to have time for that workout. This push to get the project thing, or whatever, done requires you to set aside things in your life to get closer to that finish line. Not only is that going to be a cost you'll have to pay later, but it may also be something you have to pay for during crunch anyhow. Crunch will end up just wearing down everyone working on the project, and with people worn down, quality will suffer. Why do I say quality will suffer? Well, I've been subjected to crunch twice this year alone, thank you poor management, and I've seen what work quality comes out of crunch. It's frankly subpar. Now, I'm not throwing any of my coworkers under the bus for it, far from it. I'm just gauging their output. Sure, the first week is okay, but the longer the crunch drags on, the worse the code becomes when it eventually gets checked in. And I do mean eventually. On a normal, non-crunch day, my team can commit multiple times, no sweat. During a crunch, though, some days may end up being commit-free. To be fair, that may be because of things beyond their control, such as poorly defined tickets or tickets that are just ginormous. On the other hand, those also indicate that the project wasn't well-defined before setting the team loose on it. Worse yet, it sets the team up for failure. A poorly planned project will absolutely waste precious time and end up delaying the project further, despite how much project planners may argue to the contrary. As the old adage goes, failure to plan is planning to fail. But let's say the project was planned out in some sane fashion. Enough time was allotted, at least according to the initial estimates. One delay leads to another, and you're staring down crunch again to get back on track. This may be tempting, but the initial crunch to get back on track will more often lead to burnt out people and paradoxically, less work done per hour put into the project going forward. Moreover, when a person gets burnt out from crunch, it takes more time for them to recover from that crunch. This will vary from person to person, but from what I've seen, crunch may be linear, but recovery time is geometric. What do I mean by this? Well, for each day someone is crunched to burnout, need to double the number of days they are going to need for recovery that doesn't mean they'll necessarily need to be completely off work but they'll need a lighter workload to take care of themselves and have time to reset if crunch happens too often then the team will begin losing expertise and even worse members that shouldn't be worth it but i know some managers are willing to make that sacrifice to the team to get a project done thankfully for me i haven't been in that situation Losing team members to crunch, especially during crunch time, is a recipe for disaster. The crunch effectively becomes a dreaded death march. If you're not familiar with the term, I envy you. A death march is when most people, if not everyone, is crunching for months on end. The team may be smaller from attrition, but new people aren't brought on to replace the losses, since that would take even more talent away from the project itself to bring those people up to speed so everyone just crunches a little bit more to make up for those losses incurred by crunching. Obviously, this isn't a good place to be. Bugs normally caught, handled, and resolved are passed by, or worse yet, allowed to persist in the product. There's simply not enough time to resolve them and continue to add new features. At least, that's what the perception is. Those external pressures aren't going away anytime soon, and why not just let those relatively benign bugs through and tackle them after release? Never mind the fact that these bugs will damage sales in the first place. Needless to say, once a project is in this death march, it's only a matter of time before a collapse. The question is whether the project will finish first or the team breaks. So, what I've said so far could apply to any software project. What makes games and game design unique? Simply put, the culture. Everybody's passionate about what they're doing and they love their job. The customer is hyped to high heavens for the upcoming game, and they want it now. Management sees dollars slipping by the longer it takes to push out that new game, so they're pushing as hard as possible on the developers to get it done. They may claim that overtime isn't required, but if you're a contractor on a game and don't do overtime, you're likely not to have your contract renewed. This leads to an extremely unenviable position of crunch or get fired. Man, talk about stressful. That speaks volumes to both the concept of contractors and salaries, but I digress. Numerous exposés have come out over the last couple of years about crunch and how it ends up sucking the souls out of teams and leads to some extremely toxic situations to work in. Despite the exposure to this, we as gamers still tend to demand to have games ever sooner with more and more polish. We are part of this vicious cycle of crunch and death marches at game studios. I'm not putting myself above this either i'd be remiss if i said i didn't get antsy when a game i was looking forward to was delayed one thing to keep in mind when a game studio announces a delay though is that it's giving the team behind it time to put on the finishing touches for the game i know the miyamoto quote a delayed game is eventually good a bad game is forever bad no longer really applies in our current world of massive day one patches and quote unquote evergreen games But at the same time, giving a game time to put its best foot forward is important. Obviously, I'm still a bit salty about having to go through crunch yet again this year. Hopefully, though, I've given you insight on what crunch is, why it's a problem, and why patience is going to make up for getting what you want a bit later. I'll be putting some additional videos in the show notes for those who want to look into this topic a little bit further. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, reach out on Twitter. My handle is at JCSuron. This has been the Adventure Mechanic Sidequest, and I'm Chandler. I'll talk with you next time.